podcast number 85. So tonight's uh podcast. Uh hey Esteban, get your ass on um Patreon KB on live so you can be a moderator. Um so tonight's episode will be about why dating in modern days is so hard. And because this is such an extensive topic, um it's going to be requiring two episodes. So, uh let's get into this one and um it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long one. So grab your popcorn, guys. Hey, yo, pause. <laughs> it's gonna be a long episode. Let's get it correct. Um, so grab your popcorn, and um, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, we about to get it started. And we're gonna start off with uh, compete. After we play this song, we're going to get into the podcast. Tonight's podcast is going to be two episodes, so we're going to be on this motherfucker for an hour. Drop a bomb one time for this shit. This is that fire cook crack. Out here on the road, I'm just trying to get this chase. Reminiscing about your body, how yeah, you put it all on me. When it's all said and done, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, them hoes cool, but again, shoot, they don't compete. Nah, nah, they don't compete. Yeah, when I get back home, best believe I'm trying to see. Yeah, where you been all this time, baby girl, I need ya. Been with other women, but they really don't compete. But they really don't compete. Nah, nah, they don't compete. Shorty cold, she bring winter to the summertime. I ain't trying to guess her, but she want to kind. Might be talking crazy cause the pussy had me on my mind But every time I get a bad one, this happens all the time But it don't feel the same, yeah, yeah, it feels different My niggas say I'm bugging all the time and say I'm tripping Try to give me mad advice, but you know I never listen Fuck all that, she got what I need and everything I'm missing I'm just out here on the road, I'm just trying to get this chase Reminiscing about your body, how you put it all on me When it's all said and done, you the one I'm trying to see Yeah, them hoes cool, but again, shoot, they don't compete Nah Nah, nah, they don't compete, yeah. When I get back home, let's believe I'm trying to see ya. Where you been all this time, baby girl, I need ya. Been with other women, but they really don't compete. But they really don't compete. Nah, nah, they don't compete, yeah. And all that other shit is getting old. And we ain't getting younger, we just getting old. So why we wasting time? What we in it for? I visualize it in my dreams, but now I'm trying to see it though, yeah. Drop the Addy, baby, show me what you about, yeah. Know you wanna fuck with me because of work. Mouth, yeah. Kissing on your body while I'm going down south, yeah. Think you down, yeah. Fuck you all over the couch, yeah. You ain't gotta tell me, baby. I know what it is. Even if you got a nigga, he ain't fucking you like this. I'ma need you when your birthday soon we handle biz. When I pull up on you, you know that it's lit. I'm just out here on the road. I'm just trying to get this chase. Reminiscing about your body, how yeah, you put it all on me. When it's all said and done, you the one I'm trying to see. Yeah, them hoes cool, but again, shoot, they don't compete. Nah, nah, they don't compete, yeah. When I get back home, let's believe I'm trying to see ya. Where you been all this time, baby girl, I need ya. Been with other women, but they really don't compete. But they really don't compete. Nah, nah, they don't compete. Oh. 
All right. That was J.O. Compete. That's on all streaming platforms. Um, on his new album, Who is J.O.? That's J-A-E-O-H. J.O. Compete. Make sure you go stream that, download it, put it in your playlist. All right, so let's get into tonight's uh, topic. So this is going to be a long one, a long episode. Hey, yo, why do I keep saying that? <laughs> um, why dating is so hard uh, modern day? In modern days, why is dating so hard? Um, there are a lot of different things. I think historically throughout the world, uh, I think the positions in society are a lot different. Obviously, we're living in the end of times, whether you want to believe that or not. Uh, if you're a religious person, uh, whether that be Christianity, Judaism, or Islam, you're going to know that we are living in the end of times for sure. Right? Um, so that's that's one. Now, aside from religion, um, things are different. Things are different. If you were to go back, maybe even 40 years, 50 years, things were a lot different. Um, I think one of the biggest reasons why it's really hard to date is technology. Not only are things different, but technology. So I want to take things back in chronological order for a little while um, until we get to present day. So I can really try to help you guys understand why things are the way they are today. All right. So if you go back a few years and I and I need the sensitive people to not be so sensitive because, hey, mute your mic, mute your mic before you get kicked out. Um, and I need the sensitive people to not be so sensitive because um, some things can be a little touchy. But um, just to let you know, this is what we're going to do. And um, let's get into it. So. You go back, I would say, what is it, 40, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years? If you go back to, let's say, the 1960s, look at this. If we take a look at the different things in society, we didn't have technology. Technology is one of the biggest reasons, is a very big reason why society is the way it is today. One, in the 60s, we have more of a religious society, right? Society was a lot more religious. In the 1960s, before the 1960s, homosexuality was considered a mental disorder, if you guys didn't know that. A mental disorder. So not only in the, in the 60s did we have a, a more of a religious society, homosexuality, homosexuality was considered a mental disorder. So if, it, if they made this difference only in the 1960s, imagine anything after that. Right? So... You know, it's a lot harder for things to be uh, different than when you have such standards. That's for starters, right? You have this, and 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 back then in those days, there were more morals and ethics. So you're not going to readily find women or men just. Well, I'm not going to say because th that still happened with men, right? <laughs> it's in a man's nature, but. Society is more, it was more of a condemnation if you find a woman having a hot girl summer, so to say, right? It's not something you saw normally. And um, one thing you have to understand is it played a big role with females and just men too. Everybody was a little more ethical. Not everybody was out here running crazy, running rampant, right? Society was a lot different. Um, now, this is when you start to have the second wave of the whole female liberation, but it wasn't where it was today. You didn't have the the type of uh, 
liberation or the type of freedom that women had uh, have today in the 60s, right? Uh, women had different roles, women more, more or less uh, dependent on their husbands. Uh, there were a lot more housewives, right? Um, women back then, you know, if you didn't have your husband's food, that was an ass whooping. <laughs> Not necessarily, I'm, I'm exaggerating, I'm being funny, but um, women had different roles and they understood their roles. And ultimately society was a lot better. And what was it? Uh, I forget. Uh, what was it? Uh, prohibition. I think it was a prohibition of when it, I forget what it was in history when uh, there was the, the, there was like a ban on alcohol. I think that was a little earlier though. I'm not sure if that, I think that was the twenties and it was a little earlier, but even if you look back then, these motherfuckers were trying to ban alcohol. Come on. So you think, <laughs> you think, uh, yeah, I think that was like the roaring twenties. That's when they had the whole flappers and everything like that. Um, but if you stay focused on the 60s, women had different roles. So not only were they out here trying to make their own money and do their own thing, which is not a bad thing, but they had different roles. Uh, it was a little more traditional in society. That was, being traditional was a norm. It wasn't even saying traditional. That's just, that's the way it was. Um, marriage was normal. People got married a lot younger. Everybody just wasn't hooking up. And if they were hooking it up, they were keeping that shit on the very low. It wasn't as common. Maybe a little more amongst the rock stars and the celebrities, but marriage were, was a lot more common, right? And it was a lot more regular. People were getting married a lot younger. Society was uh, been on been on the booming side. Um, and now, well, those are clear reasons why society was a lot different. Now, if you get into the 70s, um, Things weren't so different. Um, I remember, I forget the guy's name, but he was a sociologist. And he said that men in the 70s, um, men who made a lot more than average, considered the high value man. And this is something that you'll see similar to from in the 70s into today. Um, he said that men that were upper middle class or middle class in the 70s, women still wanted them more. So today you'll have a fact of 80% of women want 20 or 15% of men, men that are high earners. But those men were able to, uh, those men were able to um, have their best pick of the litter, so to say, right? But the sociologist pointed out that men back then that were a little more high earners versus their regular guys who are just working day to day, they were a lot more demanding upon women when uh, they wanted, when these women wanted them. So they had to meet a little more of the requirements and they didn't have that problem. Nowadays, women, they have these high expectations and they say, well, I just need it. How, how you, how you just going to get a high earning man and expect to have nothing in return? Not saying that you have to have money, but at least be offering knowing your role. Right. But they understood this back then. Now getting to the eighties, um, of course, you had the crack epidemic, but I don't really think that, you know, that besides breaking up families and separate separating f families, um, dating was a little more, uh, you know, traditional. Right. People talked on the phones. People went on dates. Usually if you dated this girl, she became your girlfriend. This whole messing around phase wasn't as much of a thing. You, you the whole rotation thing. 
unless you was a real, real player player, that wasn't that much of a thing. People had girlfriends and it was okay to have a girlfriend because women didn't have the outlets that they have now. Uh, people weren't just out here, you know, guys weren't out here just walling, you know, people had a little more ethics and morals. Eh? It was a little iffy on the side, a little more iffy, but society just wasn't as bad, right? Now, I think, you know, and another thing is, because we didn't have the technology today, talking on the phone was the only time that you got to see or communicate with your significant other if you weren't with them. Let's think about it. Today, we talk on the phone. If we're not talking on the phone, we're texting on the phone. Not only do we get to talk on the phone, I could FaceTime you. I could see you face to face. If I can see you face to face, that is the closest thing to be. That's like basically having you in person. Now, back then, the only form of communication was talking on the phone or I had called you on a pay phone. Other than that, I have space. They had healthy space. We don't have that now. Now, if I don't, if I ain't talking, if I ain't texting you, I'm calling you. If I ain't calling you, we FaceTime. If we ain't FaceTiming, I can see what you're doing on social media. Why you ain't to my call? I see you live on Facebook. I see you uh, active on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat. You posting on Snapchat. Why you not answering me? Right? So back then, they'd had healthy space. And what a lot of guys don't understand, you're not giving your lady space. A lot of women don't understand you're not giving your man space. But a man can take that, that annoyingness sometime. But it's women that can't deal with it. Because once a guy starts to look a little clingy, it's like, all right, well, this motherfucker annoying. Listen, you're doing too much. I get off the phone. You texting me. At you, I see you on social media. You sending me memes, especially with your significant other. I know a lot of people do this. You send each other memes. I know I do it. If it's not in my group chat, I'm sending some of the girls that I talk to. I'm sending them memes. Or if a girl that I'm intimate with, I'm sending her memes. Or she's sending me memes. So this communication is consistent. Now, if you look at the 80s, this is where I feel like uh, feminism really fucked things up. Uh, now, feminism started in like the 1900s, the first wave of feminism. The first wave of feminism came in the early 1900s, right, uh, which dealt with women's suffrage. Now, uh, which was basically just women getting the right to vote, right? That's, that's what you call the, or consider the first wave of feminism. And... With the first wave of feminism, you know, women didn't have the right to vote and they wanted the right to vote. So uh, now having the right to vote, uh, now women can uh, come and, you know, it, it's a start. It's a start. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And the reason I say 1900s, because I don't think they were actually granted that right uh, until the 1900s to uh, to actually vote. Right. Um now, that's why I say, you know, the early 1900s were the first wave. Um, now, the second wave was a bit broader, right? Now, you know, if you talk about the second wave of feminism, um, the debate included now uh, a range of issues, like, you know, in society, what women, uh, what women can be doing and what they shouldn't be doing, things like Things like sexuality, family, the workplace, reproductive rights. Now, the second wave was more or less from the 60s to the 80s, right? But now, one of the big problems that come in with this wave of feminism from the 60s to the 80s 
is now you start to talk about these different roles in society that were not normal before. Things like, okay, well, a woman shouldn't be out here before a woman weren't moving like men, right? For example, if a woman goes and have sex nowadays with multiple guys, they get condemned. They get condemned, right? They'll get condemned and now they can, uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't, um, wasn't so normal. They'll get condemned for that. And it was seen quite normal if a girl wasn't out here just doing that crazy. But nowadays it's normal, right? Uh, and now one of the biggest problems that we had and normalizing it, right? So if you look in the eighties, uh, we you reached a new peak and it was one of the main reasons was the cosmopolitan. Now cosmopolitan, uh, magazine, you have a lady by the name of Sue Ellen, right? And what she did was she lied to women and sold them dreams, normalizing casual sex for women today, uh, and even today, she said she regretted it in her book. Now, there's a book called um, Subverted, right? And I remember I had brought this for one of these girls that I was talking to, and she was a, a feminist. And, and it's so funny, she was a feminist, but she was still uh, let me lay that pipe. <laughs> and then you know me, I'm not the type to, uh, you know, compromise my ideals. And she didn't really understand where I was coming from when I said this wasn't normal. She was like, oh, that's because women didn't have rights. No, it's different. Even it's not, it wasn't normal and it wasn't common, right? And I still think the women who I can't even say that nowadays. I'm not, I was about to about to say some blasphemy shit. But the point is the lady by the name of Sue Ellen, she put out a book called Subverted, right? And it basically subverted is basically about how uh how she helped sexual, the sexual revolution hijack the woman's movement. So feminism wasn't necessarily about, oh, my body, my, all this, I can do what I want. It was more about women's rights in the workplace and stuff like that. But then they, she came in with the Cosmopolitan magazine and was putting out all these false articles and lying to women and letting them think that, okay, well, there's, there's these women out here doing these things and it's normal. Now we're in the new millennium or whatever you want to call it, or approaching the new millennium. And this is the 80s. This is the new time. Women can do what they want. And they sold a lot of women dreams. So I have a clip. I'm going to play this clip. And um, and this is basically her talking. And some lady was interviewing her. And it's a short little clip. It's about maybe two to three minutes. And I'm going to let that play for a second. And I want you guys to listen because a lot of women were deceived. And they're still being deceived today. Because if you're if you have any level of religiosity, if you talk in that level, then it's not something that's right. But hey, this is we're talking the end of times. Everybody's doing their thing, right? So cool. I can understand that. But the whole fact that women think they can move like men, this is where the problem comes in. But let's play the clip. Pretended that this sexual revolution was a freedom that was done by the Daily Signal. We pretended that this sexual revolution was a freedom for women. It actually was not. It was actually kind of a slavery. But we pretended it was freedom for women. And over time, as the sexual revolution and the women's movement got, got identified closer and closer together, a lot of women began to buy into that illusion. Welcome to the show, Sue. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. It's so nice to talk with you. I, um, I was really riveted by when I learned about your story a couple months ago when um, the Daily Signal did that whole 
whole interview um, with you and a wonderful video that accompanied that. And um, I was sort of glued <laughs> because yeah. I think um, certainly my listeners will know why I had you on once they hear this um, conversation. So I'm excited. So tell us how you got started in journalism and your journey to Cosmopolitan Magazine. Okay. Well, I went to the University of Missouri School of Journalism, and I actually, while I was there, I wanted to be a magazine writer. And while I was there in my magazine writing class, uh, we had to choose a magazine to invest, just look at it and see, how would you sell to this magazine? And I chose Cosmopolitan because Cosmo was the hottest women's magazine in the nation at that time. And I came away saying, I told my journalists in training, I said, What the fuck? Hey. Fucking commercials. My bad, guys. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Sorry about that. Let's get I back have to, to say, these articles in this magazine, these films in this magazine look like they're made up. I said, they're too packed. And when, when I graduated from the college and went to the to New York City, I applied for a job in the New York in the New York Times. I didn't it was just said it was a magazine. It didn't tell me what. And when I got there, it was Cosmo. <laughs> so I got the and I beat out like 18 other people and I got the job. And while I was on Cosmo's staff, I found out that I had been right. Those articles were made up. Those stories about these women had living these happy go lucky sex lives and popping into bed with all these men, they were just made up. Because remember, this was in the early 1970s, and there weren't that many women doing that stuff in those days. But they were, they weren't talking about mm -hmm. it. So. so, as you can see, she was basically saying, she was basically saying how, in the early 1970s, they had a lot of women, uh, she was basically making up stories, how women were having casual sex, how women were out here doing their own thing. And she was basically talking about how, how uh, they were making up lies. Cosmopolitan was telling people a lot of lies. They were telling, because it was a woman's magazine. So they were feeding women a lot of lies. They were selling a woman a lot of dreams to create this, uh, how do you call it, a um, collective consciousness. So when you collectively create this perception in, in reality, this is what the news do. They create this collective consciousness on things that things to happen and to things that that maybe will happen, right? So basically, they lied to these women growing up on women having casual sex and uh, women being promiscuous, um, and they made They basically made up stories so this way they basically helped the whole generation uh, move in a different way. So they basically normalized women starting to move like men. And and then women nowadays they get so confused and they're like, oh, but if but if a man was to do it, he's considered a player. But if I was to do it, oh, I'm a whore, I'm a hoe. Why is that? Well, one, it's not an it's not a natural inclination. And good girls, they don't really move like that anyway because they don't want to do it, right? But you can see here in Cosmopolitan where uh you know Sue Ellen she talked about how they were lying to women. So you think about it, your mom's generation, uh maybe your grandma's generation, depending on how old you are, because I know there's a lot of people here that are very young, uh, maybe even great grandma. They were raised and they were being lied to 
by these women magazine and they created this collective consciousness amongst women that it was okay for women to move like that. Now, that doesn't mean everybody was doing it, but it's a start. It's a start. It's it's a start where you have women starting to move like men. And, and this is what Sue Allen, she talked about. Right. So now you have with the whole, uh, you know, feminism wave. Right. This is this is a start to it. And this is what you see. It started in the 80s. It started in the early 70s, like she said, and went moved to the 80s. Now you have all these women starting to think, OK, well, we could be a little more promiscuous. There's women out there doing it. There's women out there being more independent, putting off school, uh, putting off marriage to to handle their own careers, right? And this is where you start to see the beginning of things in relationships start to change. Well before, well before uh, we were even born, I don't think anybody on this live is in their fuck was born in the fucking eighties. <laughs> if you are, hey, that's cool. But so now let's fast forward to you know. 90s and early 2000s this is where you know you know technology starts to advance uh women start to expand more upon their nature uh you know i remember this is uh what's that song um scrubs remember the song scrubs i don't want no scrub a scrub is a man that well how's it can't get no loving from me hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at me right Basically saying that, oh, uh, this man uh, is a loser. This man don't, this man, he, you know, he don't got no money. He can't do nothing. He can't get away with nothing. This and that. And the third, you got you riding your best friend's ride. Oh, and another one. Uh, what was it? It was the Beyonce song. Um, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobile bills? Right. But look, these songs start to come out because women start to gain this liberation. So now it said, Oh, listen, baby, you got to go get a job. You got to focus on your career. So all these women that didn't want this whole job equality thing, they, and, and, and matter of fact, you can even say like this, women ask for things that they really don't want. How many women, you see women ask for shit that they don't want all the time, all the time. It's a lot of times they don't know what they want. So now, you know, feminists and fucked it up for the woman that weren't complaining. That were just staying home all day, making food, relaxing, raising kids, getting sex when their husband came home, could be as promiscuous, as nasty as they want with their husband. But now you got to go get a job. So now Beyonce and Destiny Child making songs, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Then maybe, baby, we can chill. That's that's the beginning of it. That's the beginning of it. Now it's, it's, it's a little crazy now. They straight up saying, listen, hey. You can't even have a conversation with me if uh if you ain't six feet tall, got six figures. You you packing eight, you packing nigga? You got eight inches? You got eight inches, huh? So if you ain't got that, and if you ain't got the money, a lot of these girls ain't even giving you conversation. Not all, not all, but a lot of them are, right? And that's and that's and that's the beginning of it starting in the early 90s to 2000s. So let's fast forward to the 2010s to present day. Now, if we take a look at technology today, this is the reasons why a lot of relationships are in such a bad state. This is the reason why a lot of relationships are in such a bad state. Now, I'm gonna get into this in the next episode. So, guys, don't go anywhere because this has to be a whole nother episode because this is going to be a whole nother half an hour. Um, 
and we're going to be sticking to the topic, why relationships are so hard today. And so far, basically what we did was um, we went in chronological order from starting from maybe like the 60s, uh, working our way up to present day. So I'm going to end this episode now off. Don't go anywhere. We're going to start a whole new episode and uh, we're just going to continue on this topic because it's a lot to go off. So I'm going to play compete. And then we're going to get into the next episode and going to basically tell why today things are the way they are and why things are so hard. And it's a lot to talk about. So I'm going to end this episode off with compete. Tune into episode two of why dating is so hard in modern day. Shorty cold, she bring winter to the summertime. I ain't trying to guess it, but she want a kind. Might be talking crazy, cause the pussy had me on my mind. But every time I get a bad one, this happens all the time. But it don't feel the same, yeah, yeah, it feels different. My niggas say I'm bugging all the time and say I'm tripping. Try to give me mad advice, but you know I never listen. Fuck all that, she got what I need and everything I'm missing. I'm just out here on the road, I'm just trying to get this chase. Reminiscing about your body, how yeah, you put it all on me. When it's all said and done. You the one I'm trying to see Yeah, them hoes cool But again, shoot, they don't compete Nah, nah, they don't compete Yeah, when I get back home Let's believe I'm trying to see Yeah, where you been? Oh, it's time, baby, girl, I need you Been with other women But they really don't compete